How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Ambitiously Broke, the most relatable podcast out today. I'm stuttering today like no other. My name is Jacob Stiegel. And I'm Sam Mobley. Today, we are kind of winging an episode. Yeah. Um, we will get into it a little bit more as we go, but we've had a couple really interesting circumstances with booking... Um, yeah, some of our last episodes. Yeah, our last guests and people like that, um, which will kind of bring us into our topic, but... Um, as always, we are going to check in with you guys. We're going to see how finances are going. We're going to talk some really random investments. Maybe we'll talk Tesla because they just came out with that crazy yep. Cybertruck thing. Um, and overall, we're just going to have a good time today for hopefully a half hour, 45 minutes. Give you guys something to listen to while you drive. Um, so, yeah, how's your week been? Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, not too bad. I found some new interesting investments. You know, I'm going to have to touch on this Tesla, though, as probably everyone else in the world is doing over the past today. It's and ridiculous. Last night. I don't really, you know, I'll be honest, it did like kind of grow in me a little bit, but it's still pretty weird. It's still, I don't really understand what their plan was. I know they were kind of going to that cyberpunk style, which is like there's some of the games out in that world right now. But and that, is it something that like people are actually going to buy? Like when you look at it, do you think, wow, damn, I could totally see myself driving that down the street? Or is it just like, that's a cool concept that's car? That's the thing is like, I feel like I look at it as kind of a concept car, but there's such a... Uh, Tesla has such a fan base behind it that honestly right. they could release anything which, I mean, look at this truck, look how many pre-orders they already have. Well, they could yeah. release anything and people will buy it. I mean, I agree with that. I think it's um, really interesting how they kind of have a cult following. Absolutely. You know, they, they have some serious diehard people. And that it's are a just, huge cult following. It's insane. They have people worldwide that would literally pay anything to have one of their trucks. Yeah. Or cars. Doesn't or anything matter what it looks, make. what it does. I saw that they had that electric ATV kind of thing, too. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. that actually did look pretty bad. That did look sick. Hopefully they released that at um, some point. Yeah, I mean, besides that, though, I don't know. I personally think the truck looks ridiculous. I, I mean, I agree. And I don't I, get the point. I don't get the point. But also, I kind of think all their cars look a little ridiculous. They do, but they still look consumer friendly. Yes. And if you saw the mock-ups of the truck that were like rumored to be going around... Right. It looked like kind of like a Dodge or a Ford, and it looked badass. And the funny, the funniest part I've seen with the truck design is I now think their other vehicles look better. I yes. think their other cars look. It I makes looked them look at them normal. right next to each other earlier today, and I was like, "Wow, the other Teslas look like normal cars now." Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you really look at a Tesla, they kind of all look like catfish. Yeah. They all they have, have a weird, weird like, sloop, uh, snooping nose kind of thing. Yeah. In if the, you just see it like real yeah. quick out of the corner of your eye, it looks like just a normal car. But if you really analyze how it's like, how it's designed and all the perfect little shapes of it, there's definitely going to be a little bit, it's a little interesting. It's a little abnormal design. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just interesting. Yeah. And I, I agree. I think, you know, um, the designs for all of them are pretty far-fetched. Mm -hmm. And if you looked at them Definitely. when they first came out, it's like, whoa, this is cool, but it's still kind of crazy. This one, I think he's really just, you know, fuck it, I'm going to put Knocked the Knocked it out of the park with the yeah, craziness. Craziest thing I can possibly think of. I mean, the guy hit the door with a sledgehammer. Right. And it was perfectly fine. But then they're promoting this bulletproof glass kind of thing. He throws a little ball at it yeah. and it shatters. But... Which you can I will tell say, Elon was pissed. He definitely pissed. Someone definitely, hopefully no someone's one lost their job, fired. but oh, I bet someone, sure someone's going to lose their job. Um, the one thing I will say with the window breaking, though, is it didn't go through. 
So whereas a lot of windows, a lot of car, if you like pulled up a normal car that you pull off any lot today and threw a rock at it like they did, it's going straight through that window. But it's tempered glass. I mean, your windshield, at least it's like tempered glass. So it's meant to spider web and stick. Mm-hmm. So That's I true. think really it's that just that kind of same thing. That He's makes just sense. making it like, oh, we have bulletproof glass. Right. I mean, maybe yes, in all reality, it will be bulletproof. But at the end of the day. This one wasn't that one. Yeah, that one was. Not. It was definitely and maybe a bit should have embarrassing. Held back on that. Test. Yeah, I mean, and definitely I shouldn't know. have done the second window after the first one didn't work. Yeah, the, I mean, the guy was like, "You want you want me to throw it at the first one or at the second one?" He was like, "Uh, yeah, sure, go yeah, for it. go for it." Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think it's kind of funny how they're just really. I mean, it's the most bizarre looking car I think I've ever seen. Yeah, even the, out of concept cars. Absolutely. The one thing, though, that really, like, that I really, it took me a little bit to realize, but after really thinking about the release, they, so there's big electric car company for off-road vehicles called Rivian. Dude, Rivians are sweet. They're sweet. And, you know, they're a great company. They're going to do great because of the huge, Amazon ordered 100,000 cargo vans from them so they're going to do huge with that order that's crazy i I know that yeah amazon has a large investment stake in them um and they did an order of a hundred thousand cargo vans to replace their current delivery vehicles that i don't i think 2024 or something but that's cool the tesla truck just knocked just took rivian's entire market because they're with the tesla triple motor you've got well, a greater tow towing capacity. Pounds. Yep, you've got a greater towing capacity. You've got a longer range, and you've got the self-driving, which unfortunately Rivian has none of those. Hopefully, at some point they do. But, but the Rivian, Rivian looks, better. looks incredible, yeah. and they're so sick. They're so. I mean, sick. I remember at uh, the LA Auto Show, uh, my girlfriend and I went and saw the Rivians, and mm-hmm. were just floored. I would have put it. It was a hundred dollars for a deposit at the time. Yeah, I was nothing. so going to do it. But then I looked at it and was like, yeah, I don't know. I'll see when they come out. Cause, you right. know, you never know what those kind of things. Change. They're kind of like a, they're like an electric, the SUV one reminds me of like an electric Range Rover. That's kind of how I see the Yeah, SUV it's kind of like a uh, Ford Explorer size Yeah, is what it looks like. Yeah. Um, to me, the thing that's interesting with them is their price point started out like a Tesla competitive. Right. Now they're up to like 75,000. Yeah, so they're the SUV I was actually expensive. Before I, I honestly didn't even know the Tesla truck release was coming out last night and I came across it like a half hour after. Yeah, I but didn't watch it. Yesterday afternoon, I was actually just looking at the Rivians cuz I was interested in getting I'm not I don't have the money to get one right now, but you know Me at neither. some point um but I was looking at them and the truck is still the base model truck is 59,000 and their yeah. SUV is 79,000 whereas the Tesla's base model truck well, it's is crazy. what was it thir- I think 39,000 plus a $7,000 tax credit on top yep. of that I mean they're definitely you know making it worth it I just right. think at the end of the day it is the most bizarre looking thing I've ever absolutely. seen absolutely and I you know I mean yes I know the market is there I know people are going to buy it it's right. going to be but something it does that look you will bizarre, see and I totally agree but it's it's just so far out there that it's one that you're like is that really where we want cars to go like it yeah. reminds me of like a 1990s video game car absolutely I mean I saw some quite a few funny uh 
memes around it that i'll have to post on the website but they're they're pretty good yeah i mean it's it's definitely got the hype though that's the thing is tesla anything with tesla is gonna get some big hype it's going to they got the big marketing behind it yeah yeah i mean the secrecy there is crazy so it makes everything that they do so much more amplified and honestly them here's the thing with their with this design yes a lot of the like promotion behind it has been talking about how ridiculous the design looks but it's still promotion i mean it's still like it's huge any publicity is good publicity yeah exactly i mean they're not like the publicity they're getting is like haha look at the design not like oh it crashes every five feet or something so it's not necessarily bad publicity it's just kind of people talking about and they got a ton of pre-orders absolutely i mean a ridiculous amount of pre-orders that's what's so crazy about them i don't know what the numbers were for the pre-orders for this but for the model three they got i think two hundred thousand pre-orders yeah at a hundred dollars each they got like a 20 million dollar investment in, in like like a week. I think yeah, it was a, a week or probably like less than ten that. days. Yeah, um, it's crazy, man. I mean, in all reality, it's so um, just bizarre. The it world is bizarre. today is just bizarre with all the technology, the car market, the phones. The I mean, there's just I saw so Motorola's coming out with the new Razor, oh, and it's all man. touchscreen. It's going to be love sweet. The new Razor. But at the same time, it's just like everything's kind of reverting back to the '90s, is what it seems to me. It's pretty or funny. like early everything's 2000s. Everything kind of goes. It kind of goes in its ways and its trends, and I feel like the trend is kind of repeating itself now from like old trends, oh, yeah. like you said, from the '90s or something. It's ridiculous, but you know, I mean, teaches their own, I guess, at the yeah. end of the day. Um, speaking of people. And stuff like that. Um, we have run into some, if you guys see on the camera, my dog Steve is um, enjoying the walk around the bed. He's just checking out what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Steve. Um, anyway, we've had some really funny run-ins with people in the past week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, scenarios where we've tried to book some people on the show for you guys so that it's not just Sam and I's ugly mugs here on the, right. on the screen. We try to bring some interesting people in. Yeah. Which and worked pretty well in the beginning. We've come to notice... A lot of people are, I don't want to be mean and say like full of shit, but a lot of them they're not will talk yeah. a big game really quick right? until it comes to the time of like, put your money where your mouth is. And I experienced this a lot with real estate is like, everybody says, you know, Hey, I'm super interested in investing in real estate until you say, okay, great. Well, let me find you a house or let me list your house. And then they're like, well, you know, well, I don't maybe know. not. And it's right. like, Okay, well then why People are you like gassing to, me up absolutely like that? Definitely you know? like to talk for sure. There's so a lot of talk behind it. We've experienced some serious talk in the past couple weeks. Oh yeah. Um we had a few things lined up, not necessarily for for the podcast, but for other projects. Um where I think one we had a shoot where this guy said he was going to show up and ended up we got to the shoot location and he just didn't show up. Yep. And we got a call about 10 minutes later and was just, oh, you know, yeah, sorry. hey, sorry, I uh, I didn't realize I got scheduled for something else it's and like, just didn't let you know. Okay, you could have, I mean, that's fine, but like at least let us know five minutes before we yeah, show up. exactly. Like I'm totally okay with like a genuine, hey, look, bro, sorry, I totally forgot. Yeah. Cool. Understandable. We all do that. Half hour before or something, yeah, whatever. Even if you're 10 minutes late and shoot right. me a text and it's like, hey, sorry, totally forgot. Golden. But when you get a client or somebody that says, hey, I'll be there, just show up on time, all this stuff, because, you know, their time is valuable, too, especially working with these high end people. And 
they kind of blow you off or leave you hanging a little bit. One, I, I felt really stupid. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's more like it's for me, it's worse when you have to like call them and be like, hey, is this like yeah. still Are happening? You coming? Or is Are this... you not? Right. Um, so one thing I think that we really want to touch on for the younger audience and even some of the, you know, of our listeners that might be a little bit older and stuff, maybe a reminder to them mm-hmm. is like reputation out here means everything absolutely and your word goes a really long way especially in entertainment radio and i mean being on time being at least i I, you know i can't think of the word um but just like staying on top of what you're doing and telling people what's going on in the situation is important yeah because if you you know if we have a shoot and say we're shooting a nike commercial Mm -hmm. and you know the talent's supposed to be there and we show up and and we just don't show up. Yeah. They'd be what like, what are you they're doing? Gonna say? They're going to be like, are you effing kidding me? Right. Like, you're fired, number one. Yeah, number exactly. Two, Never going to work with you, you again. You just wasted our time huge. Yeah. That cost us so much money. I mean, the issue is when you, like, plan for time. You plan, like, to set an hour aside. You plan to yeah. set this much aside. But, again, the other issue is, like, not only are you setting aside just that one hour to do that thing. You can't, you have to like not do something for two hours before because something can't go over and you exactly. can't plan something for after because you don't know if that's going to go over. It so takes it like, up, takes a, up whole a whole day. day, which is the issue. And that's what people don't understand. Like, yes, we're young mm-hmm. and yes, we're ambitious. But time broke, is one of the most valuable things we have. But we still are worth time and yeah. we're still worth money. Our time is worth something. It might Absolutely. not be as much as some people would think, Yep. but it's still worth a value. It is. And when, you know, you're standing there kind of twiddling your thumbs and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, sorry, it's not happening. It's just right. like, well, wait a minute. This literally cost me 500 bucks in time. Yeah. It's like you couldn't have told me that like three hours ago when yeah. I could have changed something. Or here's here's the one that gets me. And this is one that I've experienced. I don't even so many times is when you try to do something with somebody and they push the time on you and say, hey. I know we were supposed to do this at like 11. Can we do it at one? Right. And you go, yeah, sure. So then now you're supposed to start at 11. Yeah. And so now you've that added 11 two hours. Yeah. So you start you prepping at nine. You were going to be done at noon and now you're not going to be done until two. Well, you start prepping at nine and then all of a sudden 11 o'clock rolls around. Okay. Now we're pushing to one. Yep. So now from nine to one, you've been sitting there doing, you can't do anything. Right. And then it's like one I o'clock slept rolls around hours. and they go, hey, we need to push it again. There's traffic. I'll be there at four. And it's like, okay, so now you're you taking my entire, my entire day. day. And that's what gets me with a lot of people that will hire us or, you know, especially in the entertainment industry. It mm-hmm. happens. And like, there's certain things you just can't, you can't get mad at because it's right. like, you know, hey, shit changed. But yeah, like, definitely. When you have something small, smaller shoot, more personal and intimate with a client, it really gets annoying because it's just like, dude, you just cost me my whole day. Yeah, exactly. And as a, you know. And then sometimes you get nothing out of the, sometimes you at least get something in the end. Yeah. It, like, sometimes you get a cool shot sure or whatever. you got it eventually, but sometimes they end up like pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and then cancel. It's like you couldn't have just canceled in the, you could have just canceled in the dude, first that's, place. that's when it gets me like right. so fired up. I'm just like, oh my God, I want to send you. It's like you're going to cancel. Why did you just cancel oh, in the beginning? Oh, I just want to send you the gnarliest text <laughs> message or call you, but I'm not going to because I'm nice. Because I'm going to respect you. Yeah. <laughs> like you're way more successful than I am. Yeah. So I can't say anything, but. Uh, it's so uh, frustrating. It's super frustrating. And I think that's a lot of th- like, 
a lot of people write that off working with younger people because it's just like, you know, oh, yeah. whatever, you're oh, young, yeah. it's yeah, okay, yeah, it's you fine. know. They're not doing anything else. No big oh, deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, I hate that one. That one, oh, it irks me so Which much. Which most, oh, most of the time I'm not, but, you know, I might be. Totally valid. It's like, <laughs> all right, great. I might have been playing Call of Duty, but right. it's like, <laughs> you don't need to know that, and you shouldn't be assuming that. And it's not your decision to determine that. <laughs> exactly. Like, yes, if I play Call of Duty, it's because I want right. to play Call of Duty. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like... I don't know, man. If you call me for a job, show up. Yeah, or at least, or at just, least keep me posted on what's yeah, going at on. Least tell don't me just what's going ghost on. me until the day of, and then just be like, "Hey, yo, um, Ooh, sorry, I, I quadruple booked myself." Yeah, it's like, well, I'm then like, you, okay, great. So, how many people did you screw over today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, four others. Um, no, if you genuinely forget, like I get it. Um, I've done that a couple times where I'm like, "Shit, I totally forgot I was supposed to be somewhere in mm-hmm. 15 minutes." But then I shoot him a text like, hey, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. I'll be yeah, there, totally. you know, um, but not even with the podcast. I mean, it's always hard to schedule people for like a podcast and right. stuff like and that. I mean, I get that. People are busy, too. But yeah. it's like I'd rather someone just tell me they aren't available than like then schedule it, it and yeah. like think when really in their head, they're like trying not to. Exactly. One that um, I always find funny is like sometimes I'll call people and I'm like, you know, they're probably seeing this and not answering. Just decline. I'm like, I don't need to sit here for five minutes on the fo- Dude, while the phone's ringing. Just I decline. have a better one. <laughs> I have an absolute better one. I have literally, and this it's not with a client, it's with friends, uh-huh. where like I've been sitting there and I'll see a friend of mine across the street. Oh, no. And I'll call them. That's a bad And one. I'll see them look at their phone. They're not doing anything. And then just put it down. Oh, no. That, oh, man, dude. Termination mode. It's like, come Done. on. I, I will mean... walk across that street <laughs> and grab your phone and delete my number. Right. I don't, you don't need I to hear do that, that anymore. You don't need to do oh, that anymore. I hate the, like, why? I it's don't It's like, there's it. a lot of times that I don't have my phone with me. So it's like, I don't, yeah. like, I'll leave it in the room. I'll sit outside or I'll be on my computer because I'll be on my computer instead. So I won't, like, carry my phone around. Right. Um, But it's like. Yeah, I don't know. That's and an interesting. Well, and there's times that like, you know, hey, I, I really don't want to answer my phone. Right. Absolutely. But I don't know. I shoot people a text and say, yo, I'll call you back in like Yeah, exactly. And an that's what I try to do is like if I have my phone with me, I text them and I'm like, hey, I'll just I'll call you back when I can or something. Yeah, exactly. That's no harm, no foul. Great. Respect it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one today, totally different kind of thing, but on the respect side of it where... Um, you know, and it kind of goes along with the same thing we're, we're talking about, where if someone offers you a job, it's really hard for me. Like, I have a really hard time saying no to people. Yeah, I feel that, too. Definitely. Because of how we've kind of grown up in the industry is like, you take every job you yeah, can you get. Yeah, you just always do it when you can. Yeah, because like, hey, today you might be an accountant. Tomorrow you might be driving trucks. Well, and a big one for day, me that you know, I don't like turning stuff down is... I don't want someone to be like, oh, they didn't want to do it last time, so I won't do it, so I'm not going to call them again. Or, oh, they exactly. kept trying. Even, like, hanging out with people, it's like, if you're, like, starting to make new friends with someone, I always want to, like, I always try, anytime they invite me to do something, I try to do it if I'm available. No because, matter what it is. Right. Because you want to, like, stay in the loop. But exactly. anyways, go back. Um, so, I've been getting, you know, as, as a realtor now, uh huh, I've been getting a lot of people interested in, one, a lot of agents try to get me to join their firm because I'm new and I'm young and you know, I think that really goes along with like, and you're with a firm now though, right? Yes. I'm with okay. Keller Williams in Westlake village. Um, contact me anytime. 
if you want to buy or sell or invest in real estate. Um, but besides that, a lot of agents from other companies will be like, oh, you know, if you're interested in joining a really good firm, come to mine and I'll give you a better deal. And I'm like, I know that I'm young and I get it and I look like I'm impressionable, but like, that's pretty aggressive. Number yeah, that's one. pretty aggressive. But the one that I've been, and I have no problem saying no to those because that's mm-hmm. just a joke anyway. But the one I have a really hard time with is when somebody personally asks you for something. So like I got a couple, you know, um, a few people have asked me to join their teams mm-hmm. and I have a really hard time saying no face to face. I can text, you no all day. Totally. Totally. A very professional. No. And you know, I respect Man, it. That's good. I'm hard at even texting now. Oh my God. I, so like to say, um, um, to say, sorry, a uh, text came up on my computer. Um, so I was reading it and then I lost <laughs> I what I was that. saying. You lose your, lose uh, your thought. No. So, uh, you know, it's been really difficult for me. So somebody had asked me to be on their team uh-huh. and I've was a little bit, you know, like, did the usual, uh, like, let me see if I can in my schedule. Right. Kind of thing. Cause I didn't know, you know, I, one, I don't really know, um, what it's all about. So it's like, okay, maybe that'll be a good business venture for me. Maybe it won't. Maybe meet some people. Exactly. Or get some contacts. But then I learned what it was about and I understood it and I had to turn it down. Okay. And it wasn't one of the things where it was like anything against the other person. It was just, it just for wasn't me, work for out, me right. right now, I think I owe it to myself to really see it through as an individual and see what I'm capable of. Right. So I had to sit down with them physically and say like, hey, look, I don't want to lead you on. I don't want to leave you hanging. Like, I'm really busy. Yeah. And I think, you know, I really owe it to myself to see all this through. You know, I put a lot of work into this Mm -hmm. and I really want to get a client on my own. And then maybe somewhere down the road, like, we can partner up. Right. Who knows? But it was something for me, like, dude, I had to sit down and really think about it. I was like, okay, what am I going to... I was stressing. I know that. What am I going to... I felt like I was quitting a job. And there's a lot of situations in, like a lot of different areas that I feel like I've gone through like situations where that like that, where you really stress about making that decision, really stress about like what the result is going to be. Yeah. Like, are they going to be mad? Are Mm -hmm. they going to respect it that I'm being like upfront with them? Are they going to be like, you know, fuck you. And that's what I was really worried about, especially being new in this industry. I don't want to burn any bridges straight up in any industry. You don't want to burn any bridges, but especially one where you're brand new. Yep. And it really had me in a bind. I was super nervous, but it went really well. They respected it. They were like, look, I I appreciate you coming to me and just telling me straight up face Mm -hmm. to face, like big props. Yep. So it worked out. And that's the thing is a lot of times, like just being straight up is like, gives you the respect that people will eventually like respect. They, a lot of times they may be mad in the first, in the beginning but eventually they'll realize like the respect and the confidence that you had and it took to do something right like and that. i think it's not necessarily mad yeah. i think it might be more disappointed absolutely because it's like oh i was looking forward to this or like right. oh damn like i thought it would have been cool yeah definitely but, or like a good business venture but i think you know especially for us young people and us people starting in different careers and stuff like that you got to be able to understand what your value is and understand what you want you know um, mm-hmm. there was a quote i read today and it was um you can't live your life for other people 
you need to do, and it's from the notebook, um, <laughs> really <laughs> great quote movie. Um, you need to do what's best for you, even if it hurts some people you love. And, you know, like, and that, that kind of, I understood yeah. it because it's like, okay, yes, the people close to you and the people that want the best for you will understand what you're doing. Right. They'll be like, look, I respect your hustle and I, I respect it, your and grind. I know 100%. what you want. I know what you do and I want you, I know what you want in the end. Kind yeah. Of thing. Like I see the outcome of it. So that was one of the things where like this person saw that and was like, I respect it. I know what you're doing. Like fantastic. Yep. And it was great. The people that don't respect it are the people that you don't want to work with anyway. You know what I right. mean? Those are the people That's that not are, someone that you want to be involved with in the end. Yeah. And eventually. So I thought it was great. And I thought it was a really good learning experience. Mm -hmm. But damn, it had me nervous. I know. I, I feel that for sure. For sure. It's just, it's getting over that nerves and just sometimes just like you got to go for it. Yeah. And I think it's something that we can all kind of learn from is that, you know, you, you have to be able to say no. Mm -hmm. You have to. It's a well, super, yes, it's you, a very important thing. And it's very yeah. hard in a lot of situations it's for crazy me. And I'm. Like, I haven't even mastered that situation necessarily. But me neither. This was kind of the first time I've ever said no to something. <laughs> and, like, I mean, you know how it is. Like, yeah. you know how I am. Oh, I'll say I, yes to anything. Right. Shit, a accounting job? Sure. Yeah, why I'll not? Take it. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, Texas? Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> Move to Croatia? Sure, we'll, well do not. it. Why not? What the hell? You know, want to go shoot in a hotel room? Sure. Well, okay. Um, but this was one that I, I you know, I put and my big boy pants on. And that's important. It's a learning Yeah, totally. You know. 24 now i was like hey powerful i, <laughs> I gotta start i said some no big business going i guess <laughs> um yeah i said no for the first time <laughs> um no but it was it was a big learning experience for me so i, I kind of felt like that was a win for the day Excellent. um but it's a solid what did that just happen today yeah uh, excellent yeah so i'm kind of reliving it right now nice i was really nervous Sorry, my phone was ringing, and it really caught me off guard because it started ringing on my computer, and then my Just phone was buzzing over, over there. Like, what's going on? I don't know what was going on. Um, oh, man. What else is going on, Sam? Give me some you updates. Know, I I found an interesting investment. I like... Oops, I'm not talking to the mic. You're um, good. Tell me about it. Today, by the way, investment. I feel like today's kind of just a fun show. We're it getting close to the holidays. It's late. You know, Everybody's tired. So we're just going to ramble. For today. anyone out there that loves buying stuff on sale, there's this great um, great website called thrifter.com that tells you about all the top sales. So for all those Black Friday shoppers, definitely recommend that. Um, not even an ad. Just love it. I go on it every day. Um, but this interesting investment that I've got is it's called, I use this app Robinhood to do like some basic investing, just kind of fun stuff. But I got this Dur this company, their stock quote is D E R M. It's Dermira. It's a pharmaceutical company, which, you know, a lot of people don't like pharmaceuticals. And honestly, a lot of their companies probably are a little corrupt, but mainly only in the opioids sections. Anyways, so you're basically saying you're investing in the opi no, opioid. No, because these trade. guys don't do that. Okay, these no. guys don't do that. <laughs> That's good. Sorry, my chair is really squeaky today. <laughs> Anyways, um, they've got a 90% buy rating, and they have an estimated. Their current price point is eight dollars and sixty-one cents per share, with an estimated thirty dollars, twenty-nine point eighty, twenty-nine dollars and eighty cents in the next fifty-two weeks. So it almost triple in price. That's crazy. Yeah. So Absolutely. right now I only have $100 in it. But, you know, in 52 weeks, that might be $300. Hey, there we go. I made an investment. Okay. Um, 
different type of investment. Uh huh. But I actually made an investment into a piece of art. Excellent. So I I showed I you the you, piece yeah, yeah, you uh, the me other it. day, and I finally got it in the mail. So I bought a uh, limited run on a print, eighteen by twenty four print from Cleon Peterson or Pearson. Something yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. Um, and it was called. You should you know you you should get it framed. You should get it like professionally framed because then that'll keep it. That'll keep it well, and then well, you can. I heard sell it too, a lot of it. I heard high-end collectors don't want it. Wanted in the tube. Really? Just straight up wanted in the tube. Like never touched. Never touched. Weird. I haven't even opened the thing. Oh my god! Are you ever gonna open it? I mean, I opened the tube, but I didn't look at the piece. You didn't look at I the piece. I just made sure there was something in there. <laughs> um, so I bought a piece called "Useless Idiot." Uh, it's a Donald Trump satire piece. It's hilarious. Um, it's very much like a uh, Shepherd Fairy. So street pop yeah, art kind of, kind of stuff. Printing yeah, style. exactly. So I bought that for $150 and it is resale value right now at 300. Wow. So double That's the investment solid. if I can sell it or if I want to sell it, I'm going to hold on to it for a little bit and hope it goes up a little more. Um, it was a limited run of, I think 150. Nice. And I got number signed and numbered? 109 signed oh, and numbered. Excellent. You know, I yeah. have this amazing breaking bad poster because it's definitely one of my favorite shows of all time i have a signed and numbered poster of walter that's screen printing and that is probably my favorite i have like a lot of obey stuff shepherd fairy obey stuff and some other posters but i think that breaking bad poster is one of my favorite of all time and you know i'm actually going to go ahead and see how much they're going for on love it Uh, but yeah i think there's a lot of really cool weird investments like that nowadays yeah i mean you're using robin hood ways to do it yeah i've heard a lot about robin hood i've heard the app acorns is pretty good yep which like rounds up your money acorns too that's an interesting one. i haven't used that in a while it's cool it's definitely honestly i mean acorns is an interesting one because you kind of forget about it which is cool and then you check in like three months later and you're like, oh, look at that. There's like a hundred bucks in here, which isn't that much, but, right. it, but it's, it's better something. than nothing. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think in all reality, there's some good, good stuff to invest in. There definitely is. And there's a lot of different areas, but you do have to be careful and you true. have to always remember that like there's a, there is always the possibility that your investment will come out to nothing in the end 100%. and you'll lose your money. That's why so I that's think an important thing to realize as well. If you invest small amounts uh-huh yes you're not gonna make the million dollars off of that investment you might if it's something really crazy but in all reality like if you spend 150 bucks you make 300 yep that's good money and but I you're mean, also if you lose the 150 it's not gonna put you in a cardboard the box the world, on the side right. of the freeway and you diversification know? is also huge you always want to make sure you're very diverse all like if you're investing in stocks you want to have a lot of different companies minimized like with minimal amounts in each company so that way if one goes down you always still have one that may be good exactly you always can kind of weigh your i can't find the poster but no um, you're good don't even worry um but yeah so i mean i i think i like your investment i i haven't done much stock trading Mm -hmm. i was more into like the crypto and i helped my mom get a couple stocks I, i turned her on to the uh canopy growth company uh yeah um, and that has they absolutely a, done fantastic they had a rally yesterday that was pretty good after Dude, some speaking of stocks uh-huh i am so pissed about this what did you see the disney stock thing 
know what happened. Disney stock when Disney Plus came out, uh huh, literally oh, yeah, skyrocketed like, 10% like or something. No, it was like four hundred percent in no twenty four hours. <laughs> It was ridiculous. I could be totally wrong with that number, but I, I know do, it did go the spike on it though. was ridiculous. Because yeah, I mean it was huge. Just like even yesterday, just like if we go back to the pot stocks, which are always an interesting topic. But I'm just gonna yesterday we'll have a the full show about pot stocks. Uh, the federal government did a like kind of signed a bill, kind of passed a bill to start pushing towards federal legalization, which caused pretty much all of the all of the pot stocks to go up like ten to fifteen percent in hopes that this market will open in the u.s and gain big traction all um, we need i guess news what we is need always to do is interesting we need to be the new stocks. amsterdam i guess yep i'm just kidding we don't need prostitutes no um but but legal weed yeah if you have legal weed i mean look what it did in colorado look what it did in uh oregon i mean it's huge it's making tons of money for the states off taxes and it's a it's crazy oh wow it's yeah disney's stock went up tell me what it's at ten dollars so it went up from 138 to 148 which that's a pretty dollars yeah yeah still at 148 dollars that's still a good buy i do have a crazy apple has had a crazy rally in the past little bit their stock has gone up to they were one month ago. Now let's go to three months. Three months ago, they were at two hundred dollars. They're yeah. at two hundred and sixty dollars currently. They peaked two days ago at two hundred sixty-eight. That's but huge. that's an insane rally. It's a that is thirty percent. They are up thirty percent in three days. I Their mean, company is worth. Almost $1.2 trillion. Jesus Christ. That's so scary. For selling iPhones and computers that people don't even like. Yeah, that all have issues. Right. Well, I don't Uh, really have issues. I love Apple. I'm an Apple fanboy. I've had my iPhone X since the Christmas they came out. Yep. That one. This one right here. Yep. My battery right now. Uh Uh-huh where you check the little battery life of it yeah. is like 66%. Well, go take it in. It should still be in warranty. I never get warranties on them. What how did you pay monthly? No, I get them as gifts. <laughs> it should have a 2-year warranty. Go take it in. Oh, I don't know. I'll check <laughs> it out. <laughs> but that's the thing that gets me is the batteries always die so fast and it's really annoying. Now they're hard to replace. They've made it harder to replace them too. Well, with the double glass and like yeah. all this stuff, it's so I've been through five screens on my phone. Oh, yeah. I just had this one. I have my back <laughs> and front you, replaced. The other day, I was walking. So, my house, for the listeners, to paint a picture, is a uh, two-story. Um, it's like 2,600 square feet. Um, but anyway, I was walking. And the stairs kind of do like you walk up, and then there's a little flat part to the right, and then you walk up another set. Kind of like a flight of stairs in an office building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I was walking down them the other day wearing some socks. And oh, I have wood floors. So... I'm walking down. I make it down the first set, second set of stairs. I'm like three steps in and I slip. Oh no. I was on the phone and I launched my phone straight up in the air and it lands smack perfect face down. Like did it break? Clapped. It was shattered, but the phone was still on because Uh I was on the phone. Right. 
So like I was on the phone with my brother. So I hear him on the other side of the line, like, hello, hello, <laughs> hello. And I'm like, dude, I don't have a you screen anymore. Again, so <laughs> like I can't hang up. I can't do anything. So the screen was black, but it was still like powered there on. There were chunks of the screen missing. Oh my gosh. And the power was still working somehow. That's crazy. I mean, I guess yeah. it makes sense, but hilarious that you couldn't see anything, but we're still talking. Yeah. I mean, thank God for the Apple watch. I was like calling people off my watch because I was working. And <laughs> yeah. I was waiting like, for it to come back. You know, what am I supposed to do? I'm sitting here like, hello. Hello. You know, hey, how calling you off my watch three hours to scroll through my contacts. Yeah, exactly. It was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Apple, Apple and Amazon are going to own the world. Honestly, it's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are Apple, Amazon, and Tesla. I guess are going to rule the world. Yeah, and Google. Hopefully, and Microsoft. Hopefully, um, Facebook gets out of there because we, we don't really like Facebook. But I heard Apple just opened a big office in Texas. Yes, where they're going to start manufacturing the new Mac Pros. It's interesting. They're in Austin. So they're in Austin now. From a realtor's perspective. Austin houses are relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. You can get a pretty sized, uh, pretty good sized mansion out there for about six hundred and fifty thousand bucks in Austin. Damn. Or just outside of Austin, because they're they've got definitely low prices in a lot of different. But areas. they have pretty heavy property tax. Uh huh. Um, so my thing is, do you start just buying places? Honestly, I think at this point it's too late. I you, do too. you needed to be in six months ago before the news really popped that they were coming in. Well, that, but also I think Texas right now is going through such a revamp with like the HGTV shows that are like right. flip this house yep. and, you know, house hunters and all this stuff. And Texas like, is an interesting, very interesting yeah, Magnolia kind of has market. the corner on that because of, you know, so their ridiculous. TV show. They made so much money. There's yeah, so in much Waco. Yeah. But it's one of the things where it's like, God, I would have loved to have gotten a house for like sixty grand out I there know, and fixed right? it up and have it be worth you know two hundred grand. It now. would have been crazy. Such an investment. I mean, that's the thing is like it's incredible. A lot of that, even if you rented it out for then when it's worth two hundred grand, you rent it out now. That's still a huge investment. In it's that it's crazy. Area. A buddy of mine just picked up a house out in Waco, hundred eighteen thousand dollars. Uh huh. And his mortgage is seven hundred and twenty five dollars a month or what something the, like that. That's a car payment, which is. Read you okay. That's a high car payment, but go. I know wait, a lot of people that wait, pay that car payment. That's a car payment. That's <laughs> less than a Range Rover lease, less than a Tesla, yep, less than a BMW. And it's you get a house, you get a house for less than right. a car. It's crazy. It's, I mean, my Tacoma is 336 a month, so I don't know if I could. I mean, I could probably get a real dodgy house, yeah, for a Tacoma. You could get something though. <laughs> I mean, that's scary. Maybe a plot of land, yeah. I have a plot of land. You do? Yes. Interesting. In New Mexico. That's fun. Two. And they're worth nothing. Where are they? Are they near a city? Rio Rancho. Interesting. So they're right by the new um, uh, Netflix studio. Ah, very nice. But like, I think our property taxes are like literally $5 a year. <laughs> are they like an acre incredible. or are they big? Or they're, they... I think, I want to say like a half acre or an acre each. Nice. Um, they have electricity. So like... That's a plus. They're the only lots that have electricity right That's there. That's a plus. But if you Google Maps this thing, uh-huh. it's like, all right, here's a big wasteland yeah. somewhere in the middle. Is our little is half our acre. Lot. <laughs> um, so if anybody wants to go camping, yeah, I have a uh, vacant land. Excellent. Yeah. You can rent it. Twenty bucks a night. <laughs> Five dollars a night. You're in the middle of nowhere. Um, no, but yeah, there's there's so many interesting little places now that are popping up with like 
it's cool. Apple going and to honestly, Texas. I'd love and... to like at some point I'd love to find one of these like find one of these cool little towns and find a cool house in it. Wait, like an up and coming town, like, like a Tennessee, Bend, Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. Oh man, um, I know a lot of people freezing are doing... during the winter, but yeah. it'd be in Colorado. Amazing, be such a cool place. Um, Colorado is some really golden in Colorado. Is yep. super cool small town. Uh, where else? Detroit. People are a lot of a lot of people are doing yeah. Detroit. I don't know if I could go there. But, I don't know if I would go there, but um, Atlanta, I just don't know if I could deal with the dude, weather in Detroit. I want to buy a house in Atlanta so bad. Do it. I love Atlanta. My girlfriend's father lives in Atlanta. We go there quite often. I just she couldn't actually deal just with the humidity. Back. That's my issue. The thing, though, is it's not that bad. In Atlanta? Yeah. Interesting. It's not that bad. I mean, the cicadas are pretty gross when they come out. I've right. seen that, and it's pretty gnarly. Um, but, like, Decatur, Georgia is so pretty. Where is that just right outside of Atlanta? Yeah, it's about, like, cool. I haven't heard 20, of that. 20, Definitely 30 check minutes it out. out of Atlanta. Um, it's where the new netflix studios and stuff are okay um and i think i want to say tyler perry's studio is, that, is, is close to where there. his that is, yeah man those um, studios are amazing those new studios that he built are oh my crazy. god fantastic They're monstrous but they shot the movie loves uh, was it love simon or whatever yeah 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 something simon yeah i think um, it was yeah love simon yeah i think it's the love letters simon. um so they shot that there okay the food's phenomenal everybody's super nice you can walk and shop and do all this cool stuff and it's gorgeous houses are like 400 grand you can buy and the story of a lifetime her dad told me this um the first time i had met him in atlanta uh-huh. well i met him here but the first time i'd seen him in atlanta um he told me they were coming through and trying to revamp some of the areas okay so you could buy a house for a dollar what a dollar oh my gosh or like ten dollars uh-huh but you had to show funds to be able to pay the taxes for a full like five years gotcha so you so had you to, be had able to have a lit exactly you, you had, had to be able to support remodel it. it right yeah they you were all to, like, like unlivable but could you imagine that'd be crazy just to get you, the property oh my god if you had lived yeah. there at that time been like okay look i'll buy all spend, i'll buy this whole street i'm gonna spend seven hundred dollars yeah and get like five six seven eight nine ten houses be probably crazy you could buy a whole street, and people did if this. If you had the capital to be able to remodel all those, even you, just rip you them could all down literally and own them. a whole neighborhood. It'd be crazy. One day, and the money you'd have now is ridiculous. One day, once I'm no longer ambitiously broken, when, you're when ambitiously I'm ambitiously rich, rich. Yep. yeah, um, I'm gonna build an entire city, a small town, not a city, a small town, a fully independent. What? Pocket community. Yeah, is that what they're called? I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, pocket communities are when you buy like a five acre plot of land in the midst of a city and you subsection it into like houses so you basically so, build your own little city within a plot of land i want to build an entire city not city sorry let's go back a town that so, is entirely independent of like for energy and water usage wise entirely independent of any other system so what's the show on netflix where the guy comes into oregon with all the people uh, what is this? I want to say it's like evil genius or something what? like that. I didn't yeah, see so this. it was a cult. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The you big cult, the issue. huge cult, the one that they went through the whole fight with the federal agents yes. a couple years ago. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Where he came in and bought like a thousand acres it's and so just ridiculous. had like ten thousand people that worked for him oh, and all my this God. stuff. Mine won't be a cult. <laughs> I, I know, but like, <laughs> still, could you imagine? Oh, it'd be crazy. Like, like build this oh. whole community. 
with crazy. all these different resources and houses and stuff it'd be wasn't it like what a crazy adventure to do. i just looked uh one of our friends that we both used to work for posted a thing and he's in montana I think oh, his yeah, yeah. dad just bought a Did they ranch just buy or something property there? or something. Dude, he posted a thing that they had, had twenty six hundred acres. Yeah. Um. Excuse me. How do I get that? Yeah. <laughs> one, I'm sure it's really expensive, but two, like they must have just bought it, right? Twenty six hundred acres. Ever gone up there? They've no. Yeah. I think they there. bought it like a year ago or like six months ago, something like that. But twenty six hundred acres. If you really want to know the size of that, that's like a mountain range. Yeah. Like you could own the front side of a mountain, the whole side I mean, of it and the back miles? side. Oh, shit. I don't know why I keep looking over there. Yeah. I how many, let's see how many square right miles here. thousand Oaks is, which is where we live. I think it's probably like, I should know this as a realtor. I don't know. Um, you, but you keep in the talking, meantime, I'm going to keep rambling. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I saw that the other day and it looked like it was absolutely stunning, but 2,600 acres is, ridiculous i mean that's amazing like i would dream to own something like that to the own closest, an area like that the closest house to you is like miles away yeah it'd be you'd like you would never see anyone i wonder how many acres is tohone ranch where is that it's in like uh gorman down to bakersfield is that the fort town yeah area? Fort Tone. oh okay okay yeah that's probably pretty damn big. I they own a lot of those I hills. Think, and I want to say it's like there, eighty thousand acres or something like that. Okay, Tio is fifty-five square miles. Let's see, fifty-five square miles to acres is oh wow, it's a lot. Thirty-five thousand. But Tio is big. That's a big town. It's a big area. But twenty-six hundred. Imagine acres having twenty-six hundred acres. It'd be crazy. Crazy. I mean, it, that would be. I don't know what you'd do with it. I don't either. I mean, I'm sure most of it you couldn't use, but I still don't know it. It doesn't went, matter if you can't I use had it a just meeting. to be able to explore all of that. Yeah, I had a meeting down the street from here. Somebody owns 168 acres or something like that oh right gosh. back here. And he took me to the top of his property in uh-huh. like a gator and um, showed me. He goes, okay, so we own all the way from over there to all the way from over there. So cool. And I had like a Simba moment. Where it's like everything the sun touches is oh our land. Le- looking over your was, whole property. Basically, that's what it was. It was like anything you can see is ours. That's c- so cool. That is so cool. Nuts. And it was right after the fire, too. So you could really see oh, everything. Yeah. Crazy. In Colorado, there's a 14,000 foot. They're called, you call them 14, people call them 14ers because there's a 14,000 foot mountain that you can purchase. I don't know if it's for sale now, but for a while it was for sale. You could purchase a 14,000-foot-high mountain and own the whole thing. How high is Mount Whitney? 14,500. So, so you're basically buying tall. Mount Whitney. Yeah, essentially. That's One crazy. One day. I don't know if I'd ever get to the top because I, mean, I don't really want to climb to the top of it. Yeah, that's a lot of I'd walking. I'd have to build a road. That's beyond me, though. Like, I know. What would you do with that? What would you do with a 14er? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, yeah, that's my mind's blown with that one. I found uh, we were driving back from Laughlin, Nevada slash California. Uh-huh. There was a house out in the middle of nowhere, literally, and it's on top of a mountain. Um, but it's this beautiful okay. mid-century modern white, uh-huh. like looks like a spaceship. Perfect little house. Yeah, and it was owned by a celebrity. 
and it's like the only house for miles so cool on they a probably have an amazing view too yeah but they built this whole thing i think it's owned now by another celebrity or something but or his kids something like that um but it was one of those where he bought a mountain and he just decided to develop it developed it yeah and it was like his weekend home That's out so in the cool. desert but for me, I was just like, "What? I mean, you bought a mountain. That's for when. A, that's for when we're ambitiously rich. That's beyond rich. That's that is like beyond rich. Beyond but rich. I'm gonna buy a mountain one day. I just want to buy a house. <laughs> um, I, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll live on your mountain. Okay, that's um, fine. How about that? There you go. Anyway, I'll guys, I'll sell you a one acre plot in my 26. Yeah, acres. that would be fantastic. I would love that. Um, I'll just, I'll represent you buying your mountain. There you go. There we go. Then we'll that's both excellent. be rich. Um. I think we can probably kind of wrap up here. Yeah, I, I think mean, that's a good point. That was a good ramble for the day. <laughs> uh, we had some investment conversation. We had some real estate fun. A lot of just good conversations. Yeah, talked about the new Tesla. That was good. Yeah, super relevant Dude, too. So Super relevant. Um, I think the things to come out of today are, one, respect your reputation. Absolutely. If you say you're going to do something, stick to it. Or at least be Or at least keep people updated canceling, on what's yeah. going on. Um, because again, out here, your word goes a long way. And mm-hmm. I think that's really with anything anywhere. It is. Um, all I have to relate to is out here. Um, but you know, that's a big thing of being successful is, yep. you know, being respectful and understanding people's time. Uh, we talked about Tesla. We talked about investing, we talked about real estate. Um, you know, and it was overall a good episode and good episode. Yeah. Smooth. It was fun. So thanks everyone for joining us for today. And exactly. we'll get some new guests on for some of the following episodes we and promise, we'll see you again soon. We promise, promise we have some good guests. Yep. I have a, a good buddy who's a bodybuilder uh, slash Instagram, That'll social media guy. Yep. Um, he will be fantastic. He's very, very smart. Um, I have actually a good friend of mine who is a roommate of mine in college who just started his own CBD oil company. Awesome. So he's going to come That'll in be cool. uh, before he goes to Oregon to start doing that. And then, um, you know, a few of our good friends, some charity people, some, you know, anybody. Some good guests. Some, some good, good guests. All out. in all, we're going to get you guys some amazing information. I really want to get a CPA on the show. Oh, if anybody yeah. that listens to this is a CPA, please contact us because we'd love to sit down, talk investing, talk about how you can do your taxes properly. Absolutely. And really work some investment side of that. So feel free to contact us um, at ambitiously broke on Instagram or um, at our website as well. Shoot us an email. Um, Have a great night, everybody, and happy holidays. And thanks for listening. We will definitely hear from you before Thanksgiving, but still happy holidays. Yep.